Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, sometimes maybe even recommendations for whatever we read that week. Amy, what did we read this week? We read Forever and a Duke by Grace Burrows. Delightful. Is that correct? Yes. It is Grace Burroughs. Why did we read this? Um, As in, uh, that's not a lead-in for an interesting story. I legit forgot because this was one that okay. came from your side of the fence, not so my side of the fence. this book is not the first in a series. It's like the fourth in a series I discovered that at the end. Rogue to Riches. Yes. And we read it because after we had um, the Mary Ballow suggested to us earlier in the year, we had this conversation about we like diverge a lot and there are always these romance novels that come up at the bottom as like suggested reads oh, by and authors then we, need we to haven't broaden read before. our horizons. So I so went that's through what we were doing. and I read some of the ones I was like, oh we haven't read anything by that author and then I just read some of the synopsises. And, and chose was like one. oh and this one I was like, oh okay. Those two characters sound sort of interesting. Yeah, okay. Which is why I didn't really realise it was part of a series until totally I started reading it. I don't think it was important that it no, was No, it wasn't series. important. But... All right, cool. Okay, well, that's a great recap because I couldn't quite remember why. Why did happened. I say read the fourth book in this series? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we haven't read anything by Grace Burrows before. No, so spoiler-free recap time. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? So it's set in Regency England. What will we do without you, Amy? <laughs> Be confused and think it might be set in, like, ancient Greece or something. Oh, and that would just change. Well, that would actually change everything. Yeah. Great. Excellent. So I also am thinking about it now, and I think it might be the third book in the series. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> Given that I didn't even realize there was a series, I'm willing to take a correction on that. Fair enough. Who knows? I don't think. It's again, the Rogues to Riches It series. is the Rogues to Riches And it's series. not the first book. No. And it's not central no. to the situation. So I'll stop talking that. about it and you can continue with the plot synopsis. Terrific. Okay, so I will do the guy first because we meet him first. Yep. And he is Wrexham, no, yep. called Rex, and he is the... Duke? Duke. It is a Duke. Duke of El- Elsmore. 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 Mostly throughout of it, she just calls him my Wrexham. lord. No, she doesn't call him Wrexham. But the others call him Wrexham. The others call him Elmsmore or Wrexham. He has been Duke for ages, but for reasons that later kind of just really reveal themselves as being he started looking into the books because he thought his sisters might start to get married and stuff. But you you mean his financial books, like his financial accounts? Sorry, yeah, his financial accounts. And when he started looking into them, a, they were a hot mess and he was having trouble making heads or tails because he's not really a numbers person. And B, he had this kind of just surface level feeling that something was amiss mm. in his books. So one of the things that his dukedom, one of the things that they have done for many, many generations is own a own and operate a bank. And so he wants someone to look over his books and knows that a rival bank has on their staff this amazing auditor that yeah. they use to make sure that all their banking is above board, et cetera, and et cetera. he needs someone to be really discreet because he's like, if anyone gets a whiff that, uh, that there's... My- that there's fraud within or or black or any any discrepancies within his accounts as an the individual the bank will lose everyone will lose confidence in the bank yep. and it'll collapse he's kind of wanting to keep it all on the down low and the 
rival institution is also run by a duke, though he's a new and recent duke. And, and friend? Kind of not. Kind of friend. Because the Duke is so new to his position, he kind of inherited in that thing where he was like the 12th in line and through just like yeah, lots of Yeah, and he was issues. a rogue and then he became rich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's kind of society doesn't super accept him, but he has children now and really wants to kind of ingratiate himself. So he thinks that this is a good way to ingratiate himself into the ton would be to help out and then... Ellsmore. And then Ellsmore will invite him to dinner parties and parties and balls and stuff and then blah, blah, blah. That guy, the Duke of the Rival Institution, offers Ellsmore the use of their auditor, who is a Mrs. Hatfield, Eleonora Hatfield. And she is essentially like a savant with numbers and is Mm. able to spot discrepancies in a heartbeat. So they meet. She kind of wants nothing to do with him because he's a duke and she has a very low opinion of the aristocracy because of past scandal that destroyed her family. And he kind of talks her around and gets her to help him. And then she starts to go through all of his estate books. And over time, it's sort of revealed that his financial affairs are a mess because he was taking no interest. He was taking no interest. And so many people touch his money. Like, so it's so widely like he has too many properties and too many aunts that he supports and too many people he pays, you know, support to when they're at university. And he can't keep track of all of his money. He can't keep track of all of his money. And so they start looking into that. That's kind of it. The, yeah. the other kind of story to it then, I guess, is also that Eleonora, we find out more about her over the course of the book, but she has a bunch of family cousins, not closer than that, but cousins, who are living also in London, but she doesn't talk to them. Like, she is obsessed with respectability because there had been a, and it, you kind of, it would be a spoiler, so I won't go into it, but there was a huge scandal surrounding her family that wasn't really their fault, but they totally lost the appearance, any kind of kind of claim they had on respectability and massively fell from grace. So she is obsessed with being respectable and having no kind of tarnishes or blemishes against her name. And she has these cousins who are shady and kind of from back in her days because she is also a kind of rogue to riches in terms of like had lived on the streets, like has lived poor. Yeah. And so, yeah, so she wants kind of nothing to do with them and there's a subplot of those characters as well, kind of as a threat Mm. to the life she has built for herself. And that's kind of it. Obviously it's Eleonora and Elmsmore who are the the romantic um, interests. And probably the sort of thematic thread is family because his family is... Yeah, because she, yeah, because she's sort of like, you can't trust family. They're probably robbing you blind. And he's like, no, no, don't look at the family. And she's like, okay, well, let's look at all your old, you know, your old servants who have been there. And he's like, like, no, 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 they're practically the family. They're pretty much family. Don't look at them either. And she's like, someone's stealing your money, babe. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it has to be one of these people. It's one of these people. (laughs) And she kind of points out to him all the really easy ways, like all the little tricks and all the little um, scams that people could be running and then finds evidence that they're being run and rah, rah, rah. Hmm. So that's like Uh, the mystery through it is who's who's taken. stealing his money, righty rah. So, yeah, that's kind of the book. And then they fall in love, the end. Anything else is a spoiler. Correct. Mm. So... The part that I love the most, which is that in doing the recap, which is easy, I just retell the book with 
far fewer details, which is actually. <laughs> but why do I, if it's so easy? Is, why do I struggle so because much? Because it's with my because it? my superpower, I think, is summary is getting this like no is like having a broad strokes memory of stuff. Like I read it and I remember. Yeah, definitely I the remember broad the strokes. Themes, whereas my superpower strokes. is I remember the micro details, details, yeah, the fine sweep of the paintbrush in that particular corner of the painting. Exactly. Yeah, thank goodness so, we are doing this together. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Perfect, perfectly matched. So the thing I love about my superpower is it means I don't have to go first. What did you think of <laughs> Gosh, Forever I forgot and Forever and a Duke by Grace Burroughs? I found this book to be almost completely without any form of like romantic tension. Like there was yeah. no, no, not romantic tension, chemistry. I would say both things are true, but yeah. It was, I, so I thought the initial premise was interesting and in that we had this lady who is really quite clever as one of the protagonists and I was interested in reading about her. And then he is, I liked his character. He's quite a nice guy. Fair enough, I can see that. So he's quite a nice guy, and there wasn't really anything about him that made me go, I'm out on you. But when, like, talk, 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 numbers, 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 suddenly kissing, and you're like, where did that come from? (laughs) So I found that the sort of romantic moments didn't really belong. It felt very contrived romantically. It was so strange. Because the two characters, it was like this dude and his accountant. Yeah. And all they do up to that point... Because she has all these secrets to keep, he, they just, and he is kind of dukey, so she distrusts him, but she does, she's distrustful full but stop. they just talk about his accounts. All they talk about is accounts and running scams. That is all they talk about. Every question he asks her is about accounts and running scams with an occasional, like, so where did you grow up? And she's like, the country. And then her inner monologue is... <gasps> I've said too much. And then she pulls right back. And but that's all you know. That's it. And, it and was... then and then they're like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, yes, because I've had these feelings. Like, Have you? Because yeah, they okay, haven't been so on your internal monologue I at all. I think what the pair of us are actually currently doing now is a, at the same time. Yeah, I know. I thought recommendation. that. I was, like, I was like, I should shush while you do yours, but I'm like, I'm just going to say the same things but, again. Yeah, things, her attraction to him took me by surprise and vice versa <laughs> well i could sort of because he was had a little bit more like oh she's got very nice hair yes well, one or two times he was like her smile is pleasant but mostly it was mostly but then it was he wants accounting to, but he wants to propose marriage pretty pretty quick smart yeah so it didn't work for me as a romance book but you had to read up to the very last page to have a resolution because they sort of talked about accounting, didn't tell each other anything, made out, bow chicka wow wow, then sort of who stole the money, then which gets can you marry me, can you marry me, can you marry me, and you still through that entire thing is really flat in terms of character chemistry. Yeah. So I wasn't driven, even when her, like her sort of cousins are sort of add a little bit more interest to it and their families Mm. were sort of interesting, but it wasn't actually enough in a romance novel to make me want to persist in reading it and and I don't recommend it. Fair enough. I think... So now I'll throw to you. Yeah. So I think building on what you just said, that kind of like her cousins were a little bit more interesting, blah, blah, blah. 
I kind of wanted her big secret to be more interesting because they kind of allude to it throughout the book, like what kind of thing it might kind of be. And then when they tell you what it is, I was like, yeah, that's what we thought it was. This is very strange that this has been like this big mystery box build up when it was exactly what I thought it was and it didn't need any other resolution apart from her saying it and him being like, that's okay, and then they moved on. I think two things. One, it ended super abruptly with literally like you read to the very last page, it gets resolved. End of book. End of book. No prologue, nothing like that. Like in the book that I was reading, it still wasn't resolved, wasn't resolved. I turned the page. There was literally a paragraph, resolution, full stop, end of book. End of book. You finish. Back cover. Congratulations. So I think in part that is because of the lack of chemistry between the two main characters because you can't really do a two years later because what would their lives have looked like? So very boring, so very strange. Uh, The second thing I think is... She wasn't very interesting. No, I found it was far too much accountancy talk, like far too much your books, your books, your books. I don't read a romance novel to hear people talk about The difficulties in running an ancient and massive estate with lots of people drawing on the funds of that estate. Yeah, that's not what I look for when I read a romance (laughs) novel. (laughs) Sorry. It was too much. It was way too... They were way too committed to the task of his books. And even the resolution to who was fleecing him was boring. And I also think that they were all... All the characters and even all the obstacles were a little bit superficial, I think, for me. And I think... That's that problem. There was an attempt, potentially, maybe, like obviously we don't know, but it felt like there was an attempt to solve that problem by just packing it with a lot of characters and going for quantity over there quality. Were so many characters. He had Too like 12 relatives who were involved, and she had like six cousins. But and- the cousins who were there, and then other cousins who were up north, and they like, and grandparents, and then parents, but, but it, it was... wasn't like the sheer amount of family that's in the Bridgerton novels no. because they're all sort of purposeful family. This was just like I've Messy. lost. Tra- and then the t- some cousins were twins, which then that was, was just unhelpful. Even more family. So unhelpful. And yes, so I felt like I didn't know what was going on. And then when I worked out what was going on, I kept wanting more, and there was nothing more to be had. And I just I laughed out loud the first in their first romantic encounter. I went back and reread the previous page. To see whether you'd missed something. Because I was like, surely I've missed like a, she's so distracted by his eyes, she can't even add prop Like, literally nothing. And It I, just happens. It's it just, just happens. Like, and oh, on, both of them. Romance. Boom. Yes, and both of them are like, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I wanted it too. I've been thinking about it nonstop. I, and I was like, a reader. no, no, we've been inside your heads. Neither of you have been thinking about this nonstop. I can categorically say that is not true. So I would also not recommend, except to say, weirdest romance novel I've ever read. Like, <laughs> so weird. The really complete weird. lack of romance was and so the high amount of accountancy weird. Talk. <laughs> and not even... Not even super detailed accountancy, more like the author had done a bunch of research into the kinds of low-level scams you could run when people's finances and banking kind of was starting up. Didn't rely on computers. And didn't rely on computers. and Yeah, exactly. And so when that was the case, what kind of scams did people run? And she just wanted to include all of them. She wanted to mention all of them in detail. And in the times where you'd expect it to get sidetracked by, you know, 
flirtation or oversharing because you feel a connection or whatever. It didn't get sidetracked. It was like it was going to get sidetracked and one of the characters would go, tell me more about the five for seven scheme. And then they would talk about that for four pages. <laughs> and I, it was so weird. So, look, if you're sitting here listening to this being like, I have to read me this book like I have to, by all means, it's as weird as we're saying and then, it is. And then... Email us and then hundred percent email us how you feel. Yeah, but I am not recommending it in terms of like go and read this book. You'll like it. That's or you might like it, but go and read this book. I liked it. No, no. So I would not recommend it on those grounds. Yeah, trash. Mm, total trash. We'll never read again. No. So weird. But I own it. Did you buy it? Yes. Why? It was on sale. Oh, darling. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't at the library. It's still uh. money you never get back, but fair enough. Okay. Well, that is all we have time it for. It is. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And tune in again next week. We will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, maybe recommendations. Maybe not. Who knows what we've read or why we've read it. And until then. I do. Yeah, you always do. Amy knows. That's the answer, answer to that question. Until then. Happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? <laughs> and with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.